I hate anchor FM.com episode number. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why this is a free app, right? Oh my God. This is getting worse and worse every fucking time. I, I didn't do anything. I made sure to close out all my other windows. I made sure to like, nobody's going to text me. I even told Steve with his, you know, fucking psychotic ass. I'm like, don't even call me. I don't know what yeah. will happen. It'll blow up or something. This fucking anchor can't handle shit. Fuck you. I'm not giving you a fucking another plug ever again. I did that for their asses. Your app sucks. <laughs> well, again, you're getting what you pay for, so. Okay. I mean, shit, if there was a like a paid version for this shit, I would fucking do it. If there was another platform that's better than this, Anchor's going to fucking love me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, see, that's why what we do is... Uh, what we do is we do we do Skype, and uh, we just upload okay. it through Anchor. So we we still get the free we still get the free distribution. But see, then again, you to like download something, and then you try to figure it out, and then your fucking head would explode. So, you know, well, would you just download Skype and then? Well, you do could it down- on Skype. Like you could download Skype, and then you and I would record off of Skype. But then I don't know how you would upload the file to Anchor. But I'm pretty sure. You know, a retard could figure it out, so there would be hope for you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not the one who was sitting there singing, you know, the sun will be out tomorrow. All right. So don't don't judge me. Hey, well, I'll we judge you earlier before we got interrupted that Eric does this thing with his wife on his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh hey, Eric here, where he picks movies he knows she will hate, and then she gets revenge. And she picked Little Orphan Annie. Yeah, she. Uh, it started out. I made her watch Troll yep. Two, and then she made me watch some Disney movie, and then I made her watch Cannibal mm-hmm. the Musical, and then right. this past weekend we watched Annie, and I did not want to watch. You had never seen it. You'd never seen it. No, fuck no. I like musicals, <laughs> but they gotta be like you know Little Shop of Horrors or Sweeney Todd or South Park. You know, if they're family oriented, you can. You know, yeah. scratch my balls with the DVD box on that stuff. Uh, uh-uh. uh, not gonna. So happen. you do. So you're not. Com- you're not completely against musicals. No, but they're not gonna. I don't. And Disney movies don't count, like The Lion King or Aladdin or shit like that. But yeah, I'm not gonna go sit down and fucking watch Sound of Music just you know for the hell of it. What a boring movie that was. All I ever got out of that was that stupid song "Do a Deer," and the bitch spins around on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know about that movie. That's the only thing I've ever, I couldn't tell you what it was about. I don't know why that woman was with children. I don't know what the plot was. All I know is that she's way too fucking happy spinning around in the hill. And she's watching a bunch of little British kids for some reason. Could have been Mary Poppins for all I know. I don't know. I can't stand yeah. that fucking movie. That and, uh, what's the other one? Little Shop of Horrors. That was good. Yeah, that one's fun. Oh, that, one. that was good. They're remaking that. You know that, right? Of course they are. Yeah, I heard Lady Gaga is going to be the female. And of course, they're going to put Rebel Wilson in there. Yeah, as, she's going to uh, be the plant. <laughs> I thought she was just going to be like the planet Earth that, you know, where they hosted the entire event. Like, <laughs> well, it was going to be either her or Leslie Jones as the plant. So, you know. <laughs> See, that's another one. Rebel Wilson, she's not funny. Like, she doesn't even have that, you know, the funny factor to go with, you know, what do you, what, what's the one thing you always call it? Fatty fall down and go boom or whatever. Yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> it's a M- Melissa McCarthy disease, you know, fat girl fall down, go right. boom with, right. in a, in Melissa's defense, she can be charming mm-hmm. at times. A lot of the times she just picks the stupid scripts. She can be very charming. Rebel right. Wilson. Yep. I've 
seen clips of her movies. Like I've I've seen I have Ghost Rider, you know, the Nicolas Cage Marvel movie. She's in that for like yeah, thirty yeah. seconds, so that doesn't count. But I've seen like clips of her in Bridesmaids, and she's the fat cat right. and cats. And uh, first off, Ugh. what I've seen, I don't find her funny. And then I look at her, and I could just smell her through the TV screen. So right, there's, a... there's just something really like I don't know. There's something really just repugnant about her. I don't That's know what it is. She really bothers me. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's that too. It's just everything. It's just like the way she talks, mm-hmm. the way she breathes. I just would rather, you know, she not be here. Like, yeah, I was going to say, her existence at <laughs> bunch. Yeah, I mean, pretty much that's what it is. I saw her the first time, I think it was in Bridesmaids, and she was playing alongside somebody equally as heinous, like some, was it supposed to be her brother? So she was roommates with Kristen Wiig, and yeah, like probably. she had like a weird brother who was like bald and albino, and I'm like, why is this in here? There were actually parts of that movie movie that were funny, mm-hmm. just but take Rebel Wilson and the weird people out of it. I couldn't take it. Yeah, I, I have no desire to see that one, which means my wife will probably make me watch it because I know there's fart fart <laughs> jokes in it, so she knows I hate those. Oh, you never saw you never saw Bridesmaids? Oh fuck no! That wasn't that bad. Yeah, but I, I was with you initially. I had no. I was with you initially, but. I, in there it wasn't too bad yeah trust me it's no fucking beaches or whatever movie where some woman lies and you know is dying on a bed and telling her kids goodbye but she looks flawless while doing it <laughs> i mean how many of those were in the movie? <laughs> yeah they don't make those anymore that was like a product of its time mm-hmm. like the dying bitch movie yeah <laughs> there were so many of those speaking of movies something you actually reminded me of like well your tweets did mm-hmm. it's the 40th anniversary of friday the 13th yep yes it is that makes me i can't believe it's been 40 you actually what i said that makes me feel really fucking old because uh part two came out like the year i was born well okay you can shut up i mean you weren't even alive when the first one came out okay <laughs> i was already here. fucking five or four years old or something <laughs> 40 years that can't be mm, right. It came out in 1980, dude. God, Jesus. Oh, my God. Was it shot in 80? Was it, it was shot, shot in 79, 79 which is why uh, when you see uh, Mrs. Voorhees' gravestone, it says she died in 1979. But it, it came out in 1980. She was the best part of that whole movie, Betsy Palm. I loved her. With her overacting, it was... <laughs> well, yeah, we, we've discussed it before. She's She was old school. She was really slapping... Uh, what's it, Adrian King around? Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how she always shit all over that movie for years and years and years until she knew she was never ever going to get a role again and she knew that you know autographs you could charge mm-hmm. for <laughs> and all of a sudden she had, she had a fondness for the character and everything I, I, I kind of turned me off with her oh. like I kind of got pissed yeah, at her she, about she, that because for years she's slain. you know what think of it she's a stage actress you know she did this for the money right. she had Siskel and Ebert trash her and call her, you know, disgusting and this and that for taking the role. And then she just got away from horror. So it oh. took her a while to realize that there actually was, I guess, a following for her character. And um, I, what I love about her is she, before she died, like she started doing all these conventions. And I think I mentioned it in, in one of our episodes is conventions. She started doing conventions and, and uh, she was talking right. She was sitting right next to Victor Miller, who wrote it. And um, 
her, yeah. her, uh, and she said this. She didn't care that Victor was sitting right next to her. They were like, well, I, my, my agent gave me the script and I read it and I said it right out loud to him. What a piece of shit this is. And she says it right next <laughs> to Victor. And that's what I loved about her. Straight and to the point. Well, she was right on one thing. They never really, I mean, it was kind of a cheat, like the, the reveal, because they never even gave you her as a possible suspect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I thought they could have always done more there. I mean, they kind of, the only thing I remember is they kind of made it seem like Mr. Christie may could have been a suspect. He was acting kind of strange the way he was like leering at Alice. And stuff uh, like he was that. just, he was just, but I mean, they should have had her. Well, the, well, Mr. Christie, he was just looking at Alice with rapist eyes. He wasn't looking at her with murder eyes, I think. No, but I mean, they could have put a couple suspects in there. Did they, didn't they set somebody else up to be a suspect uh, too? Like her boyfriend in that movie. They had a scene with him after he chopped at the snake where he looked kind of like demented yeah, at it. He's got yeah, the he looked like, ooh, I, I'm glad I cut the head off that snake. But the main problem yeah. is you couldn't figure out it was Mrs. Voorhees is because every time you saw the killer's hands, it was a man's. So, <laughs> Well, we could overlook that. You know where they could have put her in perfectly? That scene in the diner. She could have been the waitress. Or she could have been in there somehow. What they sh- where uh, Mr. Christie well, goes in there, remember well, Star- Storm? Well, see, I wouldn't have done that because she's already killed a couple people. Which they should have done. They should have made her the waitress in the when um, the 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 cook shows up. Annie, when she shows and gets a ride from the the trucker, she uh, should have been the waitress, and then uh, she would have been like, "Oh, they're opening up the camp again," and then just kill Annie later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she did a good mm-hmm. job with that. I've never seen somebody so helpless in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she, at first I'm with Annie. I mean, you know what? She trusts whoever she's with. I get it. Okay, fine. She jumps out of, you know, the Jeep after they, you know, well, she should have jumped a little earlier, but whatever. We'll forgive mm-hmm. her for that. But then the girl just falls and falls. And when the per she's like up against a mm-hmm. tree, the person's got a knife. Okay. I know it's going to be, you know, a rough fight or whatever, but please go, please. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. And put your hand up. What the fuck do you think they're going to do? Like, I feel really bad for her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the she, oh man, she, I, we have stained her corduroys. I fucking, I've ruined her outfit already, and now she's crying. And yeah, killer. the killer be like, oh well, all right, I guess I'll stop. You know, have a nice day. They did a couple of those in the Friday third. Remember, was it part two where the girl comes up to check on a, what Jeff mm-hmm. and Sandra? Yeah, she just she. Oh, yeah, she was, she was the, the the hot brunette who uh, she was going to bang the, the cripple guy. Yeah, yeah bring yeah, the cripple yeah. guy. Yeah, she. She just gave up. Yeah. <laughs> she she didn't even try to run out the door. I mean, she could at least try to pull it. I know the guy's dead bodies on it. You're in shock and all that. Fine. But she just literally puts her hand up like Annie did. But oh, that also reminded me of how much I hated Ebert and Siskel. Oh, yeah. Oh, you and I had a little <laughs> Twitter discussion about those fucking assholes. Oh, my God. I forgot how bad yeah. they were. I really forgot how horrible yeah. they were. Like there, I was. I watched. I got into a loop like that. That night, I think the night me and you were talking about it, where I was on YouTube and somebody put up all their mm-hmm. horror reviews. Like you, literally every horror movie that came out from like the time they started this show in like seventy seven, mm-hmm. seventy eight to the time it whatever it went off the air. Uh, I anyway, is it still on the air? I know it's not Siskel uh, Lieber, but is it at the movies? I even still think. Don't think. I think. I know Roper. No, Roper was a cocksucker too. But um, okay, yeah, okay. I think it's been it's been off for a while. Because, you know, Siskel died, yeah. and then Ebert had a couple, quote-unquote, guest hosts, and then he got Roper, and then he got, you know, I think he got throat cancer or mouth cancer, butt cancer, I don't fucking know. And 
he turned into a mutant and, and then he this died. Is how, but this is how evil this is how evil I am. I wanted to see him review movies when he was all gimped <laughs> out. Like you see, I mean, come on. I feel bad, you know, that he got all gimped out and everything. But the way, you know, they propped him up and that wife of his who looks like Oprah pushed him out all the time. He had like a, a stick under his chin. And he's always like tilted. It's a, I wanted to see him review a movie that I wanted to hear him draw. What he looked like to me, he looked like if you like took one of Jim Henson's Muppets and like stuck it in the dryer for too long and then like, pulled it out and he just fall oh. apart. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry, dude, but God hated you. <laughs> he was worse. He, was, he looked I mean, worse than Stephen Hawking, you know, that guy in the wheelchair that talked like a robot. You know what? That's what he looked like. He he ended up looking like Stephen Hawking because didn't he initially survive whatever it was? Like he had a a run in with like mm-hmm. if he was cancer, and then he was. I think he was on the mend. He wasn't like that. I don't know where the fuck that. I, came I from. think that was because he had. I, I don't know if it was like throat cancer or tongue cancer, and I. Something to, I, he right. might have had his jaw removed, and that's why he looked really fucking. Dis- I think that's what it was. But he was on the moon for a while. And then all of a sudden, I guess the shit came back, whatever. But regardless, I started watching. I didn't know they'd Mm -hmm. done this special. But apparently, Siskel and Ebert had done a special in the 80s to warn parents about people, about women in danger Mm -hmm. films. Now, some of them, okay, I'll give them they have a point. I hate that they lumped all all these horror slashers together. Like, you know, I spit on your graves. And, you know, last things on the left type do not belong in the same category as like a Friday right. 13th or a Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever. But they were giving, I mean, they gave such good praise to mm-hmm. Halloween. And that's why I, when I was looking at it, there were times where I could really agree with Ebert. Like, I didn't think he was so horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think he was so, he was with the Friday the 13th. Like, I, I didn't get that. I didn't get the, uh, the hatred for it initially like i think he was just riding on siskel's mm-hmm. dick at that point probably yeah. literally but who knows with those two but jesus christ he he loved halloween but he hated friday the 13th but at least he could say you know like i think he gave child's mm-hmm. play a good review he gave scream a good review i mean this other fucker this guy never had a good day no, in his fucking no. life i mean his arguments constantly like the one i told you about like he was reviewing the amityville horror the original is like 1979 he's like the problem i have with this movie is they linger on the suffering of the children there's a scene roger there's just a scene i almost cried and my, I, my vagina was just so tight i was like you know the, the window slammed on this child's hand and they linger on it well what the fuck are they supposed to linger on oh you know like somebody looking longingly in the background? <laughs> well, if he's so worried about the children, it makes me wonder what he would think of The Exorcist, you know? Apparently, well, he can go fuck himself, way. too. I think that was another one. Yeah, dig him, dig him, yeah. go fuck himself. And then he was like, That's retarded. <laughs> he hated child's play. The whole reason he hated child's play was, first off, he dismissed that right away. He's like, well, first, it's a doll. I mean, I was laughing during the whole movie. He's a real condescending mm-hmm. asshole. Like, I was laughing, like, all these people are running around from a dot. Listen, motherfucker, if your bony ass had come home in the middle of the night from that horrible show you were on with Ebert, and there was a fucking doll chasing you around the house with a knife, I guarantee you would have screamed like the bitch that you were. So let's, not even, a, let's not even play especially it. Especially like a redheaded doll. Yeah, that's fucking scary <laughs> as fuck. They based that off a real uh, doll, didn't they? Like a real doll they were selling. My, I think it came out around the time, you know, the My Buddy dolls came out. I don't know which one came first. But either way, they're fucking frightening. Any doll that came out in the 80s was horrifying. The Cabbage Patch dolls. I mean, say no more. Yeah. They were creepy. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Those big cherubic fucking things just staring mm-hmm. like the fuck at you with their adoption papers. 
Why are they why are they up for adoption? What's wrong with them? <laughs> okay. Well, nobody ever questioned that. And Roger, they're right here. <laughs> what, did, Roger, what, did these, what did these kids do? Roger Ebert gave the Exorcist four stars. Oh, we're talking about Cisco, the other stick up the ass. Okay. Cisco. That I couldn't find his review for the Exorcist, but I believe he praised that one. But the, what the other thing, Child's Play and Child's Play Two. His main reason for not liking it was because poor Alex Vincent had to be put through the ringer, and you should never show a oh, child in danger. Up. That's a cheap way. That's a cheap. That's a cheap shot. Poltergeist. He hated it. Uh, yeah. Ebert liked it. He hated it because you know the little girl. That just cheap shot. One of the cheapest things you can do: show a kid in danger. What the fuck is with you? And he's another one of these who got the moms mm-hmm. and the dads to, you know, write on the Silent Night, Deadly yep. Night campaign. Oh, yeah. Remember that shit? But they, they had a whole fucking special on this shit. And they were just like, you know, I don't know. Siskel was the one behind it. I'm convinced. But I don't know what their hatred was for the Friday the 13th. And I loved as each one. I mean, I literally watched probably the reviews for almost all the mm-hmm. Friday 13th they did. And they were getting more and more <laughs> frustrated as each one was successful. <laughs> Like they, they were on, I swear to you, they were doing the review of Friday the 13th uh-huh. Part 2. It's like, in our next movie, I don't know why we have to review this movie. It's the, you know, the successful slasher sequel to last year's Friday the 13th, which was just more chopping, stabbing, and the hatred of women, and blah, blah, blah. And then they get to Part 3. And they're, I mean, even Ebert and him are just ready to pull each other's fucking nuts off and scream because they're so pissed it's made uh-huh. money. And they mentioned Friday the 13th I found Part 4. They're like, this is... Yeah, The Exorcist. Four stars. The Exorcist, the Exorcist becomes a warm, almost tender experience that reminds one of the yeah what becomes a warm, almost tender experience that reminds one of the necessity of believing in something outside of oneself and of the ecstatic pleasure in being strong despite being scared virtually out of one's mind through technical. It's not. It's not very long. Through technical virtuosity at every artistic level, including the brilliant acting debut of Jason Miller as the doubt-filled priest who assists, yeah. who assists Von Cito in the exorcism, The Exorcist becomes more than a shocking film. It's a film with a strong, positive force. I loved it. That's his, that's his written review in the Tribune. But he had a problem with the kid being chased around by a doll, but he has no issue with a 12-year-old girl jamming a crucifix in exactly. her and saying, let Jesus fuck you. Maybe that's, that's the that's almost fine. tender experience he was talking about. <laughs> I'm a tender experience? I can't believe mm-hmm. he used that phrase to describe yep. that movie. That would be the last phrase I would use to describe the exercise. It was a tender experience. Just warm-hearted family fun. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween, he gave three and a half stars. Well, see, now yeah. that perplexes me. Because, you know, you could easily say the same arguments about Halloween that they make about the Friday the 13th. And, you know, the, the low blow, and I, I don't know who did it. I don't know if it was Siskel. I mm-hmm. want to say it was Siskel, who gave out Betsy yeah. Palmer's address. Yeah. And they ended up giving out the wrong address, too, I, from what I've heard. It might have been just like her, I don't know, her agent or something. But they wanted people to write in and just tell <laughs> tell Betsy Palmer how ashamed she should be for being in that movie. For taking a paid fucking, were they going to give her to a my paycheck? Knowledge, she, hadn't, she hadn't been. What the fuck? She hadn't, she hadn't been acting while. for a long time. She's just been doing like you know, game shows for like the longest time. Like she was on like I don't know if it was like Hollywood Squares or Password or one of those stupid fucking shows. But girls gotta eat, you know. 
they did their whole thing. I mean, their, their main thing about it that really, mm-hmm. really annoyed me was saying, you know, it's affecting kids, how it's how bad it's for kids, it's aimed at kids and all that. And it always goes back to that same argument about, you know, horror movies right. making people do things. Nobody ever looks at how many people saw, let's say, a natural yep. born killers versus how many mm-hmm. people copied it. That's all you have to do. Right. <laughs> no, no one was sitting there donning Jason masks. I mean, the majority of people, I'm sure it happened once or twice or something, and going and stabbing people at like a campground or mm-hmm. stabbing anybody. I mean, the, the, the box office alone shows right. you how many people saw that. And fucking no one was copying it like that. And they never could put that together. It just baffled the yeah, fucking it was like all the way up until I could it was like all the way up until part it. four, like they Go were ahead. making more and more money as the movies came out because they were made so cheap. Did part four uh, make the most money? Last I saw off the top of my head, it's the most successful one, yeah. Yeah, because I do yeah, it did start to go downhill after yeah. like five, I believe. But they were still cranking them out. Maybe it was just yeah, they well, were just making it, it enough. Like, what, part eight came out by like nineteen eighty nine, I think. So it was like one every year or every um, other year. That was the one I think that did it in. Jason uh takes Manhattan. I think that was the one that really, even though they brought Jason Goes to Hell and they tried with that and all that, I don't didn't it have was it a flop or did it have lukewarm uh, success? Or, um, Manhattan. I don't remember. No, I mean, uh, just uh, well, it depends on what you th- what you think. I mean, it cost five million to make, and they made fifteen million, so they made their budget back plus an extra ten million, but it was still considered a bomb. So who the fuck really knows, you know? Yeah. Well, it did okay then. I think, yeah, but part eight, that that was the one because they promised New York and they gave you, you what? Got about, you got about minutes? 15, 20 minutes of it. I love, my favorite part of the whole movie is like how like, you know, they finally, the rest of them all wash up like on the shores of, you know, mm-hmm. New, York, New York. And they're just, you know, dismissed like, what happened to everybody else? Yeah, oh, well, I guess they're dead. <laughs> you know, there was like five uh-huh. kids on that boat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody's just fine. <laughs> I, I guess they didn't make it. We'll, we'll send their parents know. some flowers. It'll it'll be okay. <laughs> that was fucking ridiculous. Was oh, it's Jason goes to hell. You're yeah, because it's the most fun. It's so I don't give a shit. You know, I don't, listen, I don't give a shit about you know. It's not a real Jason movie. <laughs> I I argue this with every fucking horror fan. On the goddamn internet, and I fucking hate them all. Right. Because, you know, they're all, you know, right. pompous right. assholes. Listen, I don't care that he body jumps. Right. I don't care that Jason, quote unquote, isn't in it other than for 10 minutes. He's technically in it. He's just in another person's body. Right. Think of it this way. We have, especially if you watch the unrated director's cut, you have the most gore in it. You have the most nudity and sex in it. You have action. You have guns going off. Right. People getting stabbed. Faces crushed. You have comedy. You have likable characters. There is never a time in this movie right. that I am bored. You have what the fuck moments. You have weird moments. You have cringy moments. Right. If you take out the fact that it's a Friday the 13th film, which I always tell people to do, it's like Halloween 3. It's a lot of fun from beginning to end, right. and I absolutely love it. And I think the fact that a lot of fans fucking hate it, and mm-hmm. you know, now because you know, like the internet, everyone's a fucking movie critic, they hate it so much, that kind of helps me enjoy yeah. it a lot more. I didn't hate it. That's the thing about Jason Goes to Hell. Like mm-hmm. I didn't detest it. I was disappointed in it because I, mm-hmm. I wanted a Jason movie. I wanted to see more Jason. So that was the only mm-hmm. problem I had with that film. But to say it was the most enjoyable, 
Yeah, no, I have to go to like a part two and, or and, part three. I think those were the most, I don't know, kind of roller coastery oh. for me. Like, mm-hmm. I know there's more action, obviously, and Jason goes to hell. You know, the whole opening mm-hmm. scene with the FBI and all that. Fine, you got me. But I thought Friday 13, part two and three had a crazed, maniacal Jason and a lot more of a fun chasing at the end that lasted a pretty oh, long time. Part two, absolutely. Like, part I didn't three, I couldn't stand any of the yeah. fucking people on, on TV. So that's that's the thing that, that I need as well. Yes, I know we go to these movies to watch them get killed, but I'm sitting there watching yeah. it for 90 minutes, so I got to like at least more than half of them. Other than the hot pregnant chick right. who wasn't pregnant on screen, thank God. Um, <laughs> I didn't give a shit about any of them. I, I don't like the fat <laughs> joker. You know, I don't like the hippie. I don't like no. um, the bikers. No. I don't like you know the bitch because she's the bitch. I don't like the main girl because we're supposed to feel sorry for her because Jason maybe raped her in the woods five yeah. years ago. I don't give a shit about her quote unquote boyfriend because she's there to hang out with her friends and try to fix her PTSD and all he wants to do is fuck every right. two seconds and he he gets so upset. You know? <laughs> he was the biggest douche out of that whole movie. What did they, what fucking por- gay porn set did they find him at? All he could do was walk on his hands. Well, no, that was the other guy. That was that was the other guy. I'm talking about the. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. I couldn't stand that one. I still can't. If I watch that movie, yeah, I we'll literally see, there you go. <laughs> He's like a Scott, like a Scott yeah. Bale ripoff, is what he looks. He, like. he was like, you know, when Walmart has a like five dollar bin, he's like that version of Scott Bale. You you reach and pull him out. I swear to, God, I think he was like, you know, a rent boy for like you know producer. He's doing the round, sucking off dicks and something. Somebody's like, you know, mm-hmm. just give him a job. <laughs> Put him on Friday Thirteenth Part. What are we you on now? What? Okay, fine. Maybe that's why. He, the way he got his legs. Maybe that's why he's walking on his hands for half the movie because his knees hurt so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good yeah. kill the way they got him though it was right yeah. down the crotch right um, was it right i think there? he had split him like a it's it's hard to tell because but when you see his body later he's cut like down yeah. the not down the crotch area but down across the stomach he's cut yeah yeah that one chick didn't she go on to be a cnn reporter uh some type of local news yeah still fucking hot i swear to god I think she was, oh man yeah. she's good looking I think it's, good we're going to upload it tomorrow. Me and uh, Frenzy, we just did like a side video for for the podcast um, because we're big Friday the 13th right. fans and we're only going to review Friday the 13th movies when Friday the 13th is around. And that's not till November. So we're like, you know what? Let's be sexist pigs. And we did like the hottest women of the Friday the 13th movies. So that I'm going to try to upload that tomorrow. And it's oh. it's i watched the video we have to edit it a little bit because we got a i had, i uploaded it today and we got a copyright strike from uh for for music so we're re-editing the music out but uh it was a lot of fun it's probably gonna piss a lot of people off because we're we're really sexist and really piggish and kind of like more of an ass, asshole than we normally are and it's a lot of fun yeah <laughs> Well, it sounds like my yeah, type of fucking it's, it's, podcast. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I mean, where they're like, you know, don't spoil anything, but where they're like severe oh, yeah. disagreements. Oh, yeah, big time. I'm like, well, we, who's we, the hottest? What we did was we, oh, really? uh, we each had our own list, and we picked who's the hottest from part one, part two, all the way down to X, Freddy versus Jason, and the remake. And then we ranked those as our hottest of all time. And, yeah, there was a lot of disagreements, a lot of surprises. Oh, so the girls were in, from Freddy versus Jason yeah. were in there too. 
Yeah, we said that kind of. Uh, so, so basically, I, yeah, as a bit of a spoiler, I said, well, this one was kind of easy because there's only two hot chicks and the other one is that Destiny's Child chick because I think she looks like a fucking troll. But, um... <laughs> they weren't that great looking in fucking uh, Jason Goes to Hell. The one was okay. Cat was it Catherine Isabel? Freddie versus Jason. Yeah, Catherine Isabel's cute. Um, spoilers, I picked um, I picked Monica Kina, the, the redhead with the big tits. Yeah, it's not based, uh, on, it's not based okay. on acting ability. It's based on looks. Because no fucking no. way she would win if it was based on that. <laughs> well, it's not like you. It's you guys are just like any other fucking producer. What mm. do you think they're looking for? I mean, <laughs> they're not going to be like you know that fat girl with the acne. She could really pull the role off. We mm. have to give it to her of counselor exactly. number five. <laughs> I mean, we just have to be right about this. They're like, no, who's got mm. the best tits? <laughs> who's got the hottest body? Who can fucking you know halfway read a line while they're on Clonopin and you know we'll hire them? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Have they ever made a horror porn? Um, I was pretty, just oh, yeah. I've, I've seen so, I've been in some Facebook groups where they've showed clips of a Friday the 13th porn. See, I don't ever know if there was like an official parody of that because there used to be official parodies because, you know, surprise, I worked in the fucking mm-hmm. shitty store for so long. They got official Halloween oh, I think this, I think, I think the Friday the 13th one, one came out in like the 90s before, you know, porn parodies were crazy. Uh, the porn parodies were the best, though. I mean, the more ro- modern ones, like late '90s, 2000s ones. I mean, they really, they really tried. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen a few. Like the much. Avengers one was funny. The uh, the Justice League one was funny. Yeah, but man, once once they had like Wizard of Oz, and you got uh, somebody fucking a, a midget, and then <laughs> the Tin Man's the the Tin Man's <laughs> fucking the the Wicked Witch, and she's painted green everywhere. And the only thing <laughs> I think even his dick was silver. I'm like, no. Now, that's the thing. They went. They they committed to it too much at the end, like with Avengers and everything else. When they're I mean, the body paints of everybody, or they did the Avatar oh. one. That was the one I saw. Everybody was painted from head to toe, and I swear to God, yeah. that was just disturbing. I kept worrying that girl was going to get a yeast infection yeah. from that blue dick. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Do we have to commit that much? Then, Can we just? It's know, just so skip random the too. Like they had like a Hogan knows best. You know the Hulk Hogan show. They had a porn on that, <laughs> and uh, they had one that was yeah. Oh, oh they, they did. did. They had one called Not the Cosby's or something like that. And I'm I, I think it's before <laughs> clues were were, were a thing with Bill Cosby. So I think sensual sex on screen. So ah. Uh, Dad, Vanessa, and Denise are getting oh, on again. I gotta send you a link. There's a there's a comic <laughs> called uh, what? what the fuck is his name? Oh. Bill Cosby Bukowski. Now he okay. There there is an asshole okay. author named Charles Bukowski. He's dead. And then it's a mixture of his name and Bill Cosby, obviously. Yeah. And it's this white dude who who does like the worst Bill Cosby impression in the world. And I'll have to send you the link. He he reads poetry, okay. but they're not called poems. They're called jaloums, okay. and um, <laughs> it's uh, the one of the, the, the he reads two of them, and the first one, <clears throat> excuse me, right, fuckable huxtable, <laughs> and he starts the poem off by ki- by uh, kicking Vanessa out because she loses. Automatically, because she's so fucking ugly, 
And then, you know, of course, Raven Simone's underage, so she doesn't count. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. like, even Theo yeah. and Cockroach are, are, are part of it. And he makes Cockroach and Theo make out. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll, I'll definitely have to send it to you. It's, um, and then eventually we get to Lisa Bonet. We eventually get to Lisa Bonet. He's like, great. oh, yeah, and I'll do some, here's this chicken. I cut his head off and do some angel heart shit with it. <laughs> Yeah, Lisa and then he ends up. He, uh, the guy's interviewing him because you know he also did Fat Albert. So the guy's interviewing him. They're like, "What happened to Claire Huxley? Oh, she died. Oh, really? You know, she got strung by the brown hornet. You know, <laughs> this guy is so fucking messed up." And then eventually he talks about how he had you know sexcapades with uh, Betty White and putting putting pops in her ass and you know for kids. Did they ever do a Golden uh, Girls one? That would be great. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I think they must have. But I want to know that they use. I want real senior ooh. citizens. That's how gross I want it. Like, yeah, come on, just for like the tits down to the belly button and. Oh. oh yeah, I want Sophia with the tits dragging on the fucking floor. You know, or her vagina dropped. It was basically oh, like a I'm fucking dick. Right. <laughs> I'm on Google so, right now. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> Her and Dorothy going at it. Uh, Dorothy, and Dorothy could be played by a team. Right, anyway, I ain't clicking on like these links, but it's uh, on Pornhub, November 27th, 2017. It's called This Ain't the Golden Girls. I'm not uh, clicking on the link. I <laughs> oh, I can Isn't there a still that. or something? Click on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's got a still. Let's see here. Yeah, it says this ain't the Golden Girls. That's taken a while to load. It's fucking Pornhub and all the. Oh, hold on. Uh, well, Nina Hartley's one of them, of course, in a bad wig. I think she. I think Nina Hartley what? is supposed to be. Okay. She's so feet. No, she's supposed to be Rose. So she's Betty White. No, Rose was, was Rose the retard. The slutty one, the slutty one was uh, was Blanche. Okay. See, I would yeah. for Well, me. they do say the categories include <laughs> anal, big ass, blowjob, funny, and hardcore. So maybe there's a little bit of. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. There's a not married with children one. That was really? one of my best sellers. I'm not kidding you. That wasn't that long ago. But they look so see much like. Yeah. And then, I mean, the, really then the other one on the page is yeah, uh, really that did. 70s show. I have to give them credit, though. I think, and I might be wrong, but I think that they didn't do like any incest shit in the Married with Children. I hope not, even though they that's just could. wrong. Oh, here we go, Wizard no. of Oz. Oh fuck, Wizard of Oz. Oh, oh. There's a Tin Man. <sighs> Wizard of Oz. Who asked for these movies? Like, who really is like, you know, I'm horny. I want to get off. Tonight. Who Let's asked watch for the these, Wizard of Oz? Who asked for these movies? Like, really, is anybody really interested in that? <laughs> I was having a discussion with somebody the other day about retard porn, like whether it was a legitimate thing. Because I was saying that mm-hmm. people who are retarded can't. No, no I don't think consent. so. I, 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 I think that think. would be illegal. 
somebody else was telling me, no, well, you know, they're adults. They can get jobs. They can collect a paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know, you see some like working jewel or someplace else like that. It's like, so why wouldn't they be able to, you know, have the same rights as everybody else and right. be in a porno film? They have sex, don't they? I'm like, I don't know, but I want to, I want to <laughs> oh. see that porn. If that's, <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. That would be the best porno ever. What do you think? What we'll do is, speaking of parody porn, we'll just have like like the life goes on parody porn. You know that that the family that lived with Corky, the, the Down syndrome. <laughs> there you go. Everybody loves my generation was so horrible. Yeah, we all we make fun of that fucking show. I still make fun of it. I still, <laughs> I, I still, I still. Whenever I, someone's acting retarded, <laughs> I, you know, I don't say it to their face, but I, I'll say fucking Corky and stuff like that. And, yeah, I do. Corky. I don't care. <laughs> Who am I going to offend? The only one I really talk to on a regular basis other than like my family is you. Oh, no. <laughs> I would love when they have like the retarded episodes where, you know, somebody like Corky would get a retarded girlfriend. That's kind of fucked up. Why does he have that? Can he get the hot blonde? You know, the head. But then you realize. No. Do you remember the girl they pawned him off on? She looked like Miss Piggy. He had a retarded. He had a retarded. Amy Schumer she was on like Life Miss Piggy. See, Ugh. maybe that was before she got famous. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I remember he had a blonde girlfriend, and this girl had the the pushed in nose, and she just looked like she had a snout. And I couldn't. <laughs> I just. I don't want to. I wanted the whole show to be about get rid of the other cast, get rid of all of them. Let's just focus on these two. And the night that it's gonna, they should have like that very special episode. Remember when everybody finally got laid? Like they weren't doing it before. Like nine hundred two and zero. Like on prom night, you know, what's her face? That cross-eyed bitch lost her virginity yeah, right, to okay. Dylan or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. they should have done that for them. They should have had a very special episode tonight. It's gonna be the night. <laughs> I tried to be See, I really sexy. shouldn't be like on my computer when talking to you because I just Googled Quirky's retarded girlfriend. Life goes on. There she is. <sighs> it's called yeah, it's called it's episode nineteen, Quirky's romance. <sighs> oh wait, they, I don't know what she fucked. <laughs> well, they well they they well, must shit, have. Right here, I got to revisit like, life. Goes I can't even talk. I, thinking about him makes me sound retarded. Corky eventually <laughs> got a job as a luster at a movie theater, and he found a girlfriend, Amanda, <laughs> who also had Down syndrome. They married by the series end. There you go. <laughs> Why do you keep trying to put your peanut in my belly? It doesn't button, matter. Quirky. It still feels good. Now shut up. <laughs> I thought that with your vagina. No, my vagina is where I poop. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need some grease. <laughs> He's so stupid. He gets like some like grease from like a frying pan that they were just cooking in. It's still hot. And he like pours I'm just it in myself first off. Listen to these parents, okay? The kid is already going to get made fun of because he's got Down syndrome. Why the fuck would they give him the nickname Corky? Right. 
I'm serious. I never thought about that. You're right. <laughs> I, we have a retard. We need a retard name. I mean, it says his, his name was Charles, so why couldn't him. they call him Charlie? No, they have to call him Corky. Oh, because they have to make him cute and adorable, so you know people. They're not going to forget he's retarded. retarded. Call him Corky. <laughs> they might as. They should have gone the whole way. I'm telling you, and just dressed him up in a fucking Christmas sweater <laughs> every day, <laughs> and fucking like you, just, you know, fucking I don't know, like socks that were mismatched, and <laughs> put him in a like a corduroy jumper. <laughs> I think it's the parents' fault. I think they wanted to infantilize him. I really do. I think they needed a paycheck. That would have been the best part of the whole fucking show is at the very end you saw the parents were collecting social security. <laughs> and they find out in a very special episode it's going to run out so they have to oh, kill I think the they sell them to the freak show. <laughs> oh, that movie was fucked up. That movie hmm. scared the piss out of me when I was a kid. I had seen it, I think on channel, you probably don't, you remember channel, channel 50? Yeah, was that, that was like our there? Chicago channel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the horror, like the real, like horror. They had like Twisted Sister Sunday and all these kind of like horror themed things. Like they had freaks on one time, and I think it was about like 10, 11 years old. That was the scariest fucking thing. I, it probably is still the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Once you see a guy with no limbs, like yeah. sliding with a knife in his mouth, I, I watched, I watched that. that over the weekend, actually, this past weekend. I, um, I'd, I've, I've never seen this it. This is like the third time I saw it. About the first time I saw it was maybe less than five years ago. My mom always loved it because she always loved like weird oddities and shit like that. She, she's the one that like to watch Life Goes On. Go figure. <laughs> Speaking of oddities, but no, and I, and I never really, excuse me, I never really got into that because I don't, you know, I don't care if people think I sound like an asshole. Yeah, if they think I'm an asshole, they obviously haven't heard like the previous episodes of the show. The movies freak me out, made me oh, feel yeah. uncomfortable, and then. Eventually, I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. Right. And I started, because I've always actually, it sounds weird. Deformities and that shit freak me out, make me uncomfortable. But I've always loved learning about like the traveling circus and stuff like that. And so I eventually, yeah, so eventually I, really? like, I don't, I don't fuck with those people that, you know, hang from the hooks and, you know, cut their tongues and have to look like weird people and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. I watched freaks. No, and, no. What's awesome about Freaks is I'll have to send you my video on it. Is it was really good at making us normies actually the freaks. We're the monsters. And yeah. it, it, it Freaks wasn't um yeah. how would you say exploiting the, the freak show? I didn't think it was exploitative at all. I think and it, it showed them because they weren't doing anything other than stuff that their natural their everyday life. You had the worm guy and it showed him how he he yeah. he lit a cigarette with just his mouth, and while he's just having a conversation with a guy, you have the two yeah. girls having dinner, and one girl has no arms, and she's drinking a wine glass by using her feast. But it's just her having lunch. It's not hey, this is her on stage showing everybody what they can do. So that was really cool. But then again, it was 1932, and that just ended the director's career. And that was the guy that directed yeah. Dracula, you know. Oh my god, that movie was just so fucked up on all kinds of levels. But I mean, like, I actually, after a while, I have to say, after getting over the initial shock, I did. I guess it sounds weird to say you enjoyed mm -hmm. the movie, but like, I got into it. 
like I was I was more on their side after you know getting over mm-hmm. the initial shock of you know what they look like and their disabilities yep. as to how they were going to deal with this bitch <laughs> who was clearly evil from the get go. Oh, I, I thought, thought it was that, really I good. It was good. You get past, you get past like you know they're not actors; yeah. they are sideshow freaks, for lack of a better term. You get past the fact that they can't act. It's a really good movie. I mean, it's only an hour long. Right. I mean. Uh, you got you know the two right. dwarf leads and they're they're in real life it was brother and sister because they were like they were actually munchkins in the wizard of oz like the main dwarf he was one of the lollipop and like oh yeah mm. I, I got a big documentary it's fucking amazing like the the dwarf that does you know the the one of us chant he feels like the little goblet and makes everybody drink with he's the little midget that was in uh mad max beyond yeah. thunderdome the one that's riding the big giant guy it's a it's just really weird how like you know some where some of these Holy actors shit. went, and then like I said, the director was the guy that directed Dracula, the Bela Lugosi one, like the year before, and because of this, this basically ended his career because people were claiming miscarriages when they saw it and vomiting and all the usual, basically everything like the Exorcist claim that, that you know claim happened and all that stuff, but. What if yeah. you get through it and you just sit down and watch it? Like the characters are really likable; they're very sympathetic. And that last like five minutes when they're stalking you know, the 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 bad I guess you would say villains in the that rain in black and white, no uh, sound other than them screaming. Yeah, they shot that so well. Really good. Mm. That was fucking. Frightening. I love the the ending yeah. of where she's just all tired. Yeah, and she becomes like the like bird lady. Made her one of them. And I, wish, the best and I did some research, man. I'm like, they <laughs> had to cut out like 30 minutes of footage because, you know, it, it or else they would say they wouldn't be able to like show it anywhere. And I guess, and sadly, the, all that footage is destroyed. Really? So like the hour and two minute one is like all we got. Uh-huh. But you find out what happened to um, the strong man because, you know, he's killed off screen. You, you see him get like stabbed with right. the knife that he's killed off screen. Eventually, he runs into the woods and they castrate him, and he become yeah he becomes a freak show and he what? like he's a singer but he's singing falsetto and yeah so they're like no we can't show that and sadly like that footage has been destroyed and they can't oh, even do that for like um, deleted scenes or anything yeah man well yeah it's fucking nineteen thirty two I'm surprised they had as much as they did Jesus. All right, so let's get into it. Piggy, we got to talk about yeah, it for well, a second. You found out some interesting info. How the hell? First I just, off, I just like how you, you it's a nice segue. Out. We're talking about <laughs> freaks and Down syndrome, and then we have to go into to Pat Patterson again, don't we? Well, could you could you think of a better could you think of a better segue? <laughs> well, at least you didn't segue after the retard porn. You at least went to freaks or something. <laughs> No, he did. well. If there ever is a retard porn, we know who's going to be the star. No, but seriously, what what did you find out? And you don't have to say who, but how did you, did you just do a Google well, search or somebody send you this like shit? I've stated many, many times before, and I've stated in my videos. People do the research and they send it to me. Right. And I, I uh, even though William, in his own little quirky little mind frame, thinks I'm the one doing it all. I'm the one that makes the videos and goes after him. Right. Um. <laughs> Uh, in case uh, right. no one has seen uh, my horror socials media YouTube channel, um, I'll just say it here. Yeah, it's, it's just Which me really debunking a lot of his lies. 
It's him yeah. ripping on William. That's all it is. It's like, if you like the way you rip on Piggy, go to Horror Socials Media on YouTube. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. And this one was one of the best videos ever mm-hmm. because even I was shocked and see, listen, at the shit you were saying. <laughs> were you, first of all, initially, were you shocked by what you read? Or were um, you like, I kind of figured. I wasn't shocked, but then like two and two kind of went together after I started thinking of things he said. Like the right. first thing we found out was like in 2007 and Capital yeah. One sued him for like 4,800 bucks and he couldn't pay that back. And then he was charged like $300 in court fees. That's right. just something to laugh at, you know, whatever, because that's not serious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's serious, but it's not like serious, serious. No. Well, uh, uh, they did some right. more digging and uh, I remember, uh-huh. I think, I don't know if I actually said it in one of our piggy, our piggy casts. Um. Uh, that he Big said cat. he had he had Belcazar, the the cat that we say died because he sat on him probably. Yeah, the cat. And then he had another cat. Right. Um, I don't remember his name, but he called him like Special Todd or something like that because he said he was like mentally retarded because he somehow got in the dryer. He somehow uh, got in the uh, dryer because that just happens. No, no, no. Remember, just I just said, in spe- okay. I think a special Tom or something like that because he got into the dryer. Well, we found out that in July of 1992, right. three cases of criminal charges were brought up against him for animal cruelty. Uh, mm. let's see here. Permit of uh-huh. animal to go without care, the impound of an animal without food or water. He probably ate and drank that for the cat. And then just regular misdemeanor cruelty to an animal. Yeah. Uh, he demanded a trial by jury, and then lawyers wouldn't show up, and he eventually just dragged it out. And, you know, it's California. They're like, <laughs> okay, you're wasting enough fucking money. Um, we're done, type of thing. But, yeah, it just makes you think that right. Special Tom or whatever the fuck he's called, you know, the retarded cat that went into the dryer, makes you wonder... But you know how bad it had to be? I mean, really, for people, I mean, for, for the police to take it seriously, especially even in 1992. Like, I mean, what uh, some it yeah. had to be really, really heinous. Like the the kind of abuse that he was doing. Like someone, right. I'm guessing a neighbor or something like that. I mean, noticed. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, mm-hmm. animal abuse on top of everything. And then all these cats are dying. He's fucking killing them. Let's just be honest. He's having his little <laughs> retard rage fits. He can't mm. take it out on anybody else because he's a fucking pussy. And so what he does is he actually takes it out on, you know, a little pussy or the only <laughs> pussy he'll ever get close to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> was that it? There was, um, was, that was, was all was that, the, that the, they, they dug up so far. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I mean so either bad. way, you know, what I'm sure dick. we'll eventually find more, but... Three three criminal charges <laughs> of, of animal cruelty. Crim- yeah. Three criminal charges. Because they didn't take it that fucking seriously back then. I mean, they weren't really, you know, it's right. not like now where there was PETA and everything else and people really, you know, people like go mm. to jail now if you like hit a dog or something like that. Yeah. 92, it wasn't really happening. Mm. So for it to go to that point and get charges pressed against you means I can't even imagine what was going on. He probably like fucking cats and fucking strung upside down mm-hmm. and cages outside in his backyard or something. Where's his family in all this? this isn't uh, anybody? Are they I'm, all insane? See, that's hard. <laughs> to, anybody's like that's hard to tell. I, I'm not going him? to speak ill of his family because I don't know them. Just in case, but something 
were found out about them, right. which were are nowhere near as bad as what William has been charged with. But right. that family, some of that family, has been put through hell. And well, you know, William, you know, would expect. Right. But um, yeah. I just wondered if there was like it wasn't like trying to slam the family. I just wondered if there was one person who was like you know the the more responsible or maybe looking over him who was like whoa 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 what the fuck is going on? Looking over him, you know I mean? he's I claiming that all... he's the caregiver of one of his sisters. I wish I'd rather be fucking dead. Oh my god, that poor woman. We have to save her. Yeah, I'm, find out I, her I'm name not going to make sure save like the names on uh, on this, but. The thing is, you know, I'm just wondering, like, do they even know that he's doing half of this shit? Because lots of times you can tell he has he is using like their Facebook profiles, like signing in out of them and pretending to be them to praise his work or defend him and this. And then you can tell because it's the same shitty writing style and no punctuation and this and that. So he's saying his thing, signing out within like right. two seconds, signing in, defending himself, signing out, and he's having conversations with himself on fucking Facebook. But I mean, like, honestly, like, who's to say that, you know, he's taking care of somebody that, I mean, there, there have been cases like this where mm-hmm. people are being, like, you know, abused or, like, held mm-hmm. against their will by, like, a relative or something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, if he is the one in charge, I, that's what scares the shit out of me. You know, if there's somebody who's disabled mm-hmm. and is under his care, there better be a fucking social worker checking in on this. Well, see, that's the thing that I think he's horrifying. he's full of shit because um, to get a caregiver, um, I know some people that have caregivers, and they are they're excuse me. Every now and then, you know, you have the shitty one, but they there's a a company that you have to go through or to mm. be approved to do it. Ain't no motherfucker gonna approve that fat tard to be a caregiver. Hmm. Unless he just calls himself. I mean, I think you can just like call yourself like the caretaker or whatever like that. And, I mean, it's happened before where people collect a check and they're like abusing mm. the person. stuff. like they don't hire an agency. That's possible. Or they don't hire a nurse. You know what I mean? That's what I worry about with this person. It's like, is anybody, does anybody yeah. know this person? Is this person like, safe? I mean, <laughs> seriously? Is there anybody yeah, outside see, the family who checks it, in? I mean, if it's even be true, because who fucking knows when it comes to that guy? Who really knows? Oh, like if they're even does, okay. He does have. No, I get what you're saying. Uh, he's he's got two sisters. I can say that because it's public knowledge. He's got two sisters. Um, the one he's a caregiver right. of. Okay. Um, I have verified through other mm-hmm. sources that he has. He does have a second sister that I never knew of. So, who really knows? Okay. Well, maybe that other sister. Did they all live together? Uh, or they're like all one in one house. away from the others. So I'm sure they will be dead okay. due to the smell in a couple weeks. I would, I would kill for cameras in there immediately. <laughs> Tell me you would not watch that 24-hour broadcast. I don't know, man. I I've, I've, I've seen, we're, talking, we're talking about Rebel Wilson. You know, you can smell her through the screen. Do you really want to take the chance of looking at that and smell, seeing him walking around? You know, what if it's, you know, jerk-off time I, with him? You'd watch that? Okay, yeah, no, it's time to go to a bl- you know <laughs> cut the screen to black for that. But <laughs> we should have like a, a like a 10, 20 second delay where we're like you know it's going to be a fapping session. Like okay, you know. And the thing is, no, let's go back to him. Television you know, is now in high def. You want to see that fucker in high def with his wonky tit? 
oh man see but you know what i'm a sucker for the crazy that's the thing like you know we haven't even scratched the surface i mean you know like if there was if there was a way to watch like like big brother type shit like watch this shit (laughs) i I would have to watch because you can't even imagine what goes on there you know like he could even be he can be putting on like Smear a ballerina peanut butter all over his body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we it, yeah, we would call it the extra wide world of Willie. He could be like <laughs> He like actually buys, like goes to the Costco, buys a lot of deodorant, <laughs> but he just eats it. <laughs> like he doesn't he doesn't put it on, he just literally mm-hmm. shoves degree bars down Ugh. his mouth. God. Well, you've seen well, you've I seen his eat his uh, mukbang videos, so uh, you know what he's like when he eats those orgasm sounds when he eats oh. the bacon cheeseburgers. That you know what the mukbangs themselves are fucking detestable and disgusting and heinous. Mm-hmm. He brings it to a whole new fucking level. Like I, <laughs> I've never seen anything like that in my life. It's... <laughs> so. Did you have anything else on Willie? I heard you Well, did. yeah, you know, I was searching. I, I was on Google and I was searching when I'm when I'm not okay. searching for retard porn for you, like we mentioned here tonight. Um, yeah, uh, send, send, send me the link, by the way. I need you know, yeah. private time. I, I, I found uh, our old buddy, Dr. Phil, did an episode that was unaired uh, because um, there was no interest in it. And that just speaks William Patterson. Um, yeah. Last. Uh, Last, I guess we'd say last podcast, we mentioned uh, when William uh, rescued Guadalupe Gonzalez from her abusive husband. <laughs> well, okay, tell, us, tell the story real fast. Uh, basically, I don't fucking, I think what it was is William wrote that he was coming home from Taco Bell, getting uh, some extra, <laughs> extra large chalupas for him and his sister. He walked past an alleyway okay. and uh, he found, he literally put uh, some Mexican girl getting attacked by her husband with a straight razor. And he talks about how okay. he, he grabbed the lid off the garbage can <laughs> nearby <laughs> and uh, he hit the guy over the top of the f- head with it or through the face or some fucking shit. And, uh, she yeah. ran away and he was just, you know, a hero for the day. And then he met her later. You know, at a fucking diner or something, of course, because there's fucking food. Right. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, of course. Right. I didn't even know it was by a Taco yeah. Bell. That's the best part. <laughs> All this shit is on his Facebook page. I'm not making this shit up. He, he wrote Taco Bell. <laughs> He's walking home from Taco Bell to get like an extra, extra large chalupas for him and his sister. Well, man, I mean, is there a way? Is there a way we can hear that? Dr. Well, I know you're retarded, so you can check your email and try to click the link, and then we'll see if the audio works. But you know, we know how lucky we are with uh, with Anchor so far. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me let me see if I can find it. I think I found it. Here's Dr. Phil. Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Phil. You may know me from the the fake doctor who likes to exploit many, many people. You've probably seen me exploit Shelly Duvall. I still feel bad about exploiting her. And then the Catch Me Outside girl or whatever the hell her name was. Um, 
we have an interesting episode for you guys today. Um, it's not very interesting, but that's because of, you know, what the subject circles. Um, and speaking of circles, this subject is really, really, really round. Um, there is a man named William Patterson. And if you have not heard of William Patterson, welcome to the club. But in the mid-90s, he wrote some Camp Crystal Lake novels, the place where Jason Voorhees is from. And granted, yes, none of his books had Jason Voorhees in it. But that's not what we're going to talk about. I tried to get William on the show, and the problem is he's so big, he couldn't get out of his chair. And um, he said we'd have to uh, postpone the uh, the get-together. So I called him a week later, got his voicemail. Apparently, he said it was during second breakfast, and um, he would just have to uh, get back to us again. And then I've heard he since that time he had gained another, you know, 500 pounds and we just didn't have the equipment to saw the side off the house to bring him here but the next best thing is we found somebody who william says he knows um williams actually saved the life of this woman um welcome to the show we have guadalupe gonzalez Hola, ¿cómo está? Uh, guadalupe thank you for being here um it's nice to see no, it's, no it's nice to see that there actually is a woman that is not a figment of William's imagination because a lot of people say that about William. Um, and we invited you here to <laughs> let everyone know what type of person William really is, how big his enlarged heart really is, that he really is a good person. No, he's so good. Like I was in, I was in next to the Taco Bell. My boyfriend, his name is Juan. He worked at Taco Bell. He was having a bad day, you know? Like, he didn't make enough burritos. They were very mad. They say, you know, no, make enough burritos. We kick you out of the country. So he was very upset. And, you know, I thought we were going into alley to talk, maybe to, you know, just have a little, you know, fucky-fucky. But no, he did not want to. He was so mad. He brought a bunch of, he had, like, what to say in America, nervous breakdown. And uh, he had a bunch of the burritos with him. And it was very, very hot. He said, you bitch, I'm trying to do all this for you. I'm trying to make an America. He with the burritos. Oh, they were so hot. But they were still so yummy. I was still trying to eat a little bit of it because, you know, the juice is really good. But he was hitting me so hard. And I said, please, Juan, please stop beating me with the burritos. And all of a sudden, I see my hero. Meet my big Goro hero. Goro means fat in Spanish, but you know it's okay. I see him, he's big sweaty white guy, like um how you say in your country like child molester? Like looking, you know, like man in the, the van get candy to the children. Yeah, you know uh, what I was he was, so was he I like an know. an extra large man in a trench coat and probably no pants? He had no pants on, he had a very small you see, I think it's clit clitoris. Like, no penis, but you know, because too small. You know what I say? No, the penis got too small. So it must be, I think it's maybe she. I don't know. But uh, my man, he, she, says, like, no, you not do that to the Mexican bitch, which, you know, that was uncalled for because I was already being abused. But uh, he came over and he said, I'm going to thwart you. And I didn't even know what was. I thought he was talking about the award, you know, because he had a lot of them. Like all over, like his face, all over, like his like his neck. He was disgusting, you know. But I mean, I'm being beaten with fucking burritos in an alley in Chicago, so I really, you know, what the fuck am I going to do at this point? He comes over there and he takes the trash can lid and he hit my one about five times, and he and then one got up and said, "Listen, you fat fuck, 
because you hit me the face, Beard, I'm going to slash the face of this pretty, pretty guy. He cut my face, Mr. Phil. He cut my face so many times. And then, just to make it worse, he punched, like, um, he punched uh, the fat man. The fat man falls just a little bit, right? But just get enough time to put my evil ex-boyfriend while I'm bleeding. He squirted burrito juice in my open wounds. And he saw it was tasty, but so painful, you know? And then William got up and said, you shall not hurt her again. And besides, you are wasting burritos. And I want those burritos, you cabrón. He knows some Spanish, you know, so he's not so stupid. So he knocked one down. And he saved me. He saved me, Mr. Fear. He did. I know, oh, I did me. The big, fat, charming, looking guy with the great stories, he saved me. I'm sorry, well, well thank you. We appreciate you, you know, dealing with your PTSD of being abused <laughs> by your boyfriend and seeing a fat naked <laughs> William. I, I don't know how you know how to cope with that. So we appreciate you coming on to this show. Um, I well, I, I, I drink, I drink a lot, you know. It's, well, I, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. We all have to cope in our own ways. Some people, you know, drink. Some people do drugs. Some people claim that they write, you know, successful books. Um, I wanted to ask you. I wanted to yeah, ask you, you were supposedly left with a permanent scar on your face. I, I don't really see anything. Yeah. Um, oh, then Mr. William told me it's very, very easy. See, what I have to do, he says, he has to look at the picture of, um. he says he knows ways to get rid of scars. You know, he said he spent some time in Mexico. He knows some, you know, some mm. ways to help naturally. I said, okay, I go to your house. His house is so stinky. I almost vomit, and he is very weird. But I knew I would know these scars in my face because I want, you know, more, you know, finger eventually, mm-hmm. you know, more dick sometimes. So I said, okay, if you can hurt my scars, oh, I'd be so, so appreciative of him. So he said, what he needs to do is I need to close my eyes, and he needs to look at the picture of, like, a naked Corey Feldman, some B-movie star, and he needs to, I don't know, play with himself. And he says that the blessed juices that come from him that are kind of slimy and green will come onto my face. And I, you know, I rub in and that it'll get rid of all these scars. And, you know, of course I'm suspicious, but this is not the first time I've done this. Usually I do it for $5, but it's okay. So I say, okay, fine. And he's like, and I just remember, I closed my eyes. I said, oh yeah, oh, Cody, you, you take it, you dirty boy. You eat my man pussy or something out, and it's so good. Tongue fuck me, tongue fuck me, something like that. And I felt like little droplets. And then he just like, you rub it into your face. I said, okay, I do what you say. And then I look, and I see he stops, you know, playing with himself. He's eating a pie. But I see, he said, go to the mirror. You know, he said, you'll have to clean the mirror off because nothing in my house has been cleaned for 5,000 years, you know. I say, okay, so I took the Windex and pledge, and you know, I got, you know, I cleaned up a little bit. Then I look, and Mr. Phil, my scars, they were gone. I tell you, this is like a miracle from God. My scars were all gone from this crusty, disgusting um, vagina juice or whatever he has. But it, it worked. Wow, it, that it just really shows did. it really is a such thing as divine intervention. And I wanted to talk to talk to you. It was um later on maybe a week or two later you and your mother entered a sandwich shop in in california (laughs) and uh you happen to run into william and of course it is hard to not run into william him being you know 1600 pounds but um he 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 claims that um let's see here 
Your your boyfriend attacked you. I'm trying to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, you met William. William was given uh, uh, what what uh, most of people who know William uh, is called a fake interview. He was he mm-hmm. claims he was given an being interviewed by a man named uh, Horror Bob. Um, and a lot of people claim that Horror Bob is and again another figment of William's imagination. William might have just gotten confused after getting his his turkey sandwich and just sat down, and started talking to a random homeless person. But um, from what I've heard in said interview that that William has put on his blog, or excuse me, <clears throat> on 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 Horror Bob's blog back in 2011. Um, let's see here. You met William and. William gave you one of his business cards and said if you ever needed him to testify, he'd be more than happy happy to. And your mother, who he just claimed is known as Mrs. Gonzalez, he, you know, he was too... Yes, Mrs. Gonzalez. Right. He was too busy, you know, stuffing his face to ask her her, her first name. Um, your mother was in tears the whole time. And, uh, you know, when William and you yes. were telling the story... And then Mrs. Gonzalez, oh, or your mother, excuse me, I'll be more personal. Your mother also prayed and asked the Virgin Mary to bless William for what he did to you. And I found that sweet. Um, and William also claimed that he offered you and uh, your mother lunch. And, of course, you being the sweetheart that you are, um, you, you, he had done enough for you, but he insisted. Um, and apparently... Uh, you just said your goodbyes. You you tried to hug him. You couldn't get your arms that that far around him. But uh, is any of that true? Did you really meet no. William at a sandwich shop and uh, he gave you his business card and you the your mother asked the Virgin Mary to bless him? Okay, well, see, I didn't want to hurt no man's feelings, you know, because he saved me and everything. But um, he gave us business card. He seen me and my mom and we sit there and we're happy to pack up. Of course, because that's how we like to eat. Just tacos. Um, it's it's a good bad, it's a good diet dog. And he comes in and he's like, "You remember me? I saved you." And I'm like, "Oh, mama, mama, this is the guy who who did the semen trick on my face and got rid of all the scars." And she looked at me and she looked at this big gelatinous man, you know, this big fat like like mm-hmm. a big like guy. And she started to choke up, you know. And I'm like, oh, my mom, my mother, she's so... Was she, she's now, so now, now, was she choking up because of the emotions or was that the bile at, com- coming up from her throat when she looked at William? Well, you know, Mr. William is a very hot day, you know. And he's, he's very, very sweaty when he comes in. And she was, she was more, um, she was crying because yeah, he smelled bad. That's what we call. We like to call it the cheese factor. She could just smell the cheese off of his armpits, couldn't she? She was gagging a little bit, and she was actually praying to um, the Mother Mary to please get. I think in Spanish she was saying a translate. She said to please get this fat, disgusting pig away from her, so she could continue to eat without wanting to throw up. And you know, my mother, she's she's my mom. I love her. I said, but you know, he's a very famous man. He writes. You know, little children's kind of stupid retarded books for people, you know? Like, trying to help. And she's like, well, you know, he's like, I'll give you my card. And the weird thing was the card was for a Thai girl prostitute massage parlor. I don't know why he gave this to me, but it did say he was number one client. I mean, so maybe, you know? And I showed it to my mother, and she she told me I was stupid for believing this sucker. She did. I 
Yeah, she she might have hit me with a belt once or twice afterwards. No, I, I, see why I, embarrassed I understand Spanish but, you know, mothers I, are very, very yeah. protective of their, of their children. She just want, she was just looking out for your better see. interests. Now, one, one last thing before we go, because see. we've talked about William way, way too much. Um, you said you said he handed you oh, a business see. card and it was a it was a for a Thai prostitute. I've heard that William isn't a fan of prostitutes because one time um his sister and uh, his family bought him a prostitute for mm-hmm. I believe it was his 40th birthday. I could be wrong on the number. You know how I am. I never do research on any of these people. That's why I'm so popular, you know, cuz my show is a big fucking train wreck. Um do you really believe that William had anything to do with the that that Thai prostitute uh organization that was on that uh, business card because he said that he would never ever pay for sex. He wants a woman to love him for the way he is. And well, if, you've seen William, so that's probably why he's still a fifty-six-year-old virgin. Um, why do you think he had a Thai prostitute business card? Because sometimes William, you know, I've had we talk a few times on the phone. It's been a long time, but we talked like a couple times. And he likes Thai food because he's always hungry. Mr. William always so hungry. And you know, I don't want to say nothing bad mm-hmm. about someone who saved me, you know, but it's like there was a Thai massage parlor not too far from, you know, where my boyfriend Juan worked, mm-hmm. you know, where he saved me. And they, they started to go missing, like one by one. And eventually there was no one to give, you know, uh, happy endings no more. And people are very, very upset. And um, I think maybe he just got very, very hungry. You know, because the human body is a lot more meat, you know, they said, than, uh, you know, like just a small thing of Chinese food. And plus, he could probably save money. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think maybe he was just being extra hungry and he wanted to eat the Thai prostitutes because he's, he's okay. still technically Thai food. You know, and what they always say, they, they say about Asian food, you're still... always hungry within 30 minutes, anyways. Oh, see, see, that is so true. Yeah. I like that. Well, that does make sense. Like you, William. He, William, you know, he, he's got what we call corky syndrome. He's not too bright. And um, he probably went... Yeah, oh, he, oh, corky. Uh, corky was was what we call a special person from... um from uh, He was on a TV show in the 90s. He was, mm-hmm. he probably suffered from Down syndrome or what we call the... the... Oh, you mean, you mean the, you mean the stupid <laughs> Exactly. Rebound? You know, this is the... We, we don't... We, that. We, well, we don't yeah, say okay. stupid retard anymore. We say, oh, that's okay. We, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard to, to be more politically correct. It's just easier to say Patterson. Um, in my country, in my country, we call them the dog, 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 dog. That's what funny. That's how William sounded on his voicemail when he couldn't make it to the show. But it it, it does make sense. That he went to a Thai oh. massage parlor thinking he was going to get Thai food. And if you think about it, I'm sure those women who went missing, he either ate them or they probably died of exhaustion because that is a huge, huge body to have to massage. Um, you know, she might have had stroke from jerking him off, you know. You, you never know. know, or at you least a know. very, very bad case of carpal tunnel. He's very big, very, very big. So I want, very big. I very big, very big. On this show, Guadalupe, I want to thank you for letting us know the true character of, of William Patterson. Um, it's much appreciated you talking about this, this horrible case of uh-huh. seeing William in a trench coat with no pants on. And of course, I'm talking about your abuse, yeah. but you know, that's, that's not as bad. No, no. 
Okay, but I just need to get some more vodka now. But it's been it's been so yeah. much fun. In closing, is there is there anything you want to say to William after all this ordeal and finally making this public? Mr. William, I miss you so much. I want to thank you for saving me from a horrible, disgusting burrito attack. I want to thank you for putting your uh, clitoris or tiny, tiny penis juice on my face to make me feel pretty again. And I hope someday we can be friends and, you know, maybe we can go for a walk in the park or something. I mean, not walk, you know, I could roll you around or, you know, something where you don't have to do anything with any effort whatsoever, you know, because I know you're a yeah, like I could put you on top of him and roll you down, you exercise, you know, something like that. But I just want to thank you. You thank me so much. And even if you are smelly, disgusting, uh, sexually dysfunctional, and, um, you know, maybe even, you know, pleasure yourself with um, kitchen utensils or something, you still my hero. And I love you. Just keep your cats away from me. <laughs> well, with that, we, we appreciate Guadalupe for being here. We appreciate you people for watching this. Um, and we're I'm going to try my damnedest. You know how I love to exploit people. If I can exploit Shelly Duvall, I can exploit William Patton. I will do my damnedest to get him on a future episode of Dr. Yeah. Phil. So with that, I will say good night, America. Well, that clip was pretty wow. shocking. Hey, I'm glad I didn't tell you anything about it before that, you watched. You know what? I'm going to have to take that in. I really, I mean, I don't know how you dug that up. And I mean, well, quite frankly, how I was even able to open a link because, you know, I have a problem mm -hmm. with that. <laughs> but hey, man, if William, can, if, if William was can write a series easy. of books, you can, you, you know, click on a link and make it open on your computer. You know, well, hopefully this interview gets to him and he can, you know, reconnect with Guadalupe because I really, I kind of felt there was something there. You know what? You know? Like I said, we know really William good. loves to eat at Subway and he loves those romantic KFC dinners in the park. But, you know, I think it would be sweet yeah. if him and Guadalupe could, you know, share a taco together. And Yeah, I mean, for old times. You know that motherfucker sharing food. Come on. Yeah, hey, we have to eat some shit, though. He was a hero, according to Guadalupe. I mean, come on, he, he did a lot for her. I mean, it was kind of disgusting and revolting. And, you know, I did vomit a few times listening to it. But, uh, hey. He helped her. So we have to give him, you know, one point for, you know, big fat ass. The only you know hero I mean? that is associated with William is the sandwich. I was trying to be positive. But <laughs> 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 All right. That wraps it up for this episode of JVTV Uncut, as horrible as it hey, was. <laughs> third time's a charm, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Which is getting more and more filthy each time. Let's just go further down the fucking cesspool. That's Why right. Not? Yeah, well, we got plenty with them. <laughs> All right. Oh, we do. We we do. Trust me. And I'm I'm dying to see if he acts up again. I mean, hopefully you'll you know keep me informed and uh then we can go well, around and pick it. If he doesn't <laughs> if he doesn't funny. act up, I'm sure his cholesterol will. So either way, it's a bonus. <laughs> All right. Sign it off. Later. Later. <laughs>